but he will grant them their desire. Now, why is that true? Because the man or woman who fears the Lord God is hating evil, reverencing the Lord. So how is it that God can make a, such a bold statement as to say, he who fears the Lord, God says, I promise you, I will grant the desire of your heart. Why? Because the man or woman who fears God is going to desire the things that are pleasing to God. Now, some things that you and I desire, we think, oh, I'm not worthy of that. God wouldn't do that for me. Let him make that choice. Don't tell God what he wouldn't do. Listen, you notice what he says in this passage back to Psalm 112? He says, his horn will be exalted in honor. That means that his life, listen, his life is going to be favored by God. Turn to Psalm 147 for a moment. 147. And look, if you will, in verse 11. What a beautiful verse. We must never forget this simple verse. Psalm 147, verse 11. The Lord favors those who fear him. You can't beat that. Listen, how many of you would like to walk every day in the pure, listen, in the pure, unmixed, unreserved, unlimited favor of the living God? Some of you are not sure. You know why you're not sure? Here's the reason. The promise is too good to be true to you. Now, I want you to think about something for just a moment. Do you think it would be to your advantage? Do you think one of these days you'll be so happy? You did. If you learned to fear the Lord, knowing that you're going to develop a love for this book, which means you're going to become wise. If it means building a strong family, becoming enriched spiritually, and materially as God sees fit. Enjoying the protection of God and the presence of God in the midst of the trials and the heartaches. Being generous and kind to those all about you. Living a life of resting, confident faith in the God who is living within you, watching over you, caring for you, providing for your needs. A father who has said, you can live in my favor. Contentment is yours. I will make you a success. Would you not agree that it will be a very foolish person who insists on living their life, refusing to learn to fear the Lord, if this is God's offer to those who fear Him? My friend, can you give me one even sensible reason for not surrendering your life to Jesus Christ, not submitting your will to the will of your heavenly Father, not asking God to teach you how to hate the evil that's caused you such misery. Can you give me one sensible reason for not turning your life over to Christ and telling Him that beginning today, you want to learn to fear God, that you may learn to walk in His favor all the days of your life. That is a choice you have to make. My friend, for your sake, the sake of your family, 
for your present life and your future life. Would you ask the Lord God of hosts today, O oh my Father, forgive me of my sins. I receive Jesus Christ's death on the cross as full payment of my sins. I yield my life to you today, and beginning today, I choose to learn to fear you, Father, and to walk in your ways. One of these days, you look back on this particular day and say, that was the most important day in my life. The choice is all yours. Thanks for joining us today for In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. It's much easier to trust someone you know. So make a priority of prayerfully reading the Bible, getting to know its author, Almighty God. To listen again, click on Today on Radio at InTouch.org. And if you struggle to understand what the Bible has to say or how to apply it to your situation, spend some time on our website. Our resources can help you live a life that's honoring to God and points others to Jesus. And connect to our online bookstore if you'd like to order a copy of Dr. Stanley's complete message, The Fear of the Lord. Again, that's intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. You can write to us at InTouch, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. The time that a believer spends with God has a direct and profound effect on their life. That's just ahead in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. Have you ever forgotten something God taught you when you were reading the Bible? When we take note of what God reveals to us, it helps us to apply it to our lives. With the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Journal, you can keep track of your spiritual journey and be transformed by God's truths. This journal features artwork of Dr. Stanley's 30 life principles, lined pages for writing, a prayer journaling section, and more. To order, call 1-800-IN-TOUCH or go to intouch.org slash journal. Trusting God each day can be a challenge, but working to grow that trust brings greater joy and peace than we could ever find on our own. In Trusting God with Today, the 365-day devotional from the teachings of Dr. Charles Stanley, we are encouraged to believe in God's love and rest in His purpose for us. Available now at intouch.org slash today. You're listening to In Touch. Our lives are enriched when we spend time alone with God. With encouragement for believers, here's A Moment with Charles Stanley. Keep our hearts peaceful, contentment. Our health's going to be better, I do believe. Uh, we will not worry and be anxious and fret and fume over this, that, and the other. In other words, it, it just gets, it's a whole different kind of lifestyle. Same environment, same people around you, but the inner self is able to just, in spite of all the things you hear and see and do and requirements and should, oughts and must, you hide away inside, right in the middle of all of it. And it reminds me of the little, of the uh, nest in the tree and the birds. And it's a storm howling wind. That little mother bird just all hovered over the baby birds in the nest, doesn't even phase them. 
Father, how grateful we are that in spite of the environment in which we live, you do know how to make within us that quiet, secret place that we can hide away with you. And I pray the Holy Spirit will speak to every troubled heart, whether that's a person who is a Christian or not a Christian, to realize how all of us need you every single day. And the person who's never trusted you as their personal savior to recognize there will never be true, genuine peace and contentment in this quietness that we're talking about, apart from a personal relationship with you. For the heart that is troubled by sin can never experience peace until that sin is dealt with. And then I think of all of those who are believers, Father, who likewise are troubled. When you're so willing to give quietness and contentment and peace, I pray the Holy Spirit would remind every single one of us afresh and anew this very moment. You're adequate, you're able, you're ready and you're willing, and you're powerful, and you're loving enough to create these quiet times for us that certainly, absolutely provide our peace. In Jesus' name, amen. That kind of peace is available to anyone who has trusted God to forgive them through faith in Jesus Christ. Learn more at intouch.org. Tomorrow on In Touch, it's not how you begin life that matters, it's how you end. I hope you'll join us Thursday as we hear how to end well on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Nearly a year after the COVID shutdowns began in the United States, the ABC affiliate in San Francisco ran this headline, quote, private schools opening in person where public schools are not, end quote. That was February of 2021. While the majority of private schools in California were back in person, most public schools were still distance learning. Around that same time, the Public Health Department in Toledo, Ohio, had ordered all schools back to distance learning for the winter, although local gyms, offices, and casinos were allowed to stay open. In response, a small private Christian school sued and the Sixth Circuit decided in their favor. The school stayed open, while every public school in the area remained closed. Well, stories like that, of course, were repeated all across the country, from the fall of 2020 through the end of the pandemic. Public schools, under the direction of teachers' unions and at times overzealous public officials, often stayed closed for weeks, months, in some cases years longer than private schools. Now the results are in from these experiments, and the data shows a devastating set of effects on children. Last month, the New York Times editorial board wrote that, quote, the startling evidence on learning loss is in. According to that piece, school closures set math and reading scores among nine-year-old students back by at least 20 years. The challenges, wrote the editors, have been compounded by an epidemic of absenteeism as students who grew accustomed to missing school during the pandemic continue to do so after the resumption of in-person classes, end quote. Well, tragically, too many public officials were taken in by a narrative that to contract COVID, even for kids at low risk for serious infection, was more dangerous than two decades worth of learning loss. Unfortunately, kids are now paying the price. And as this generation of kids gets older, society will increasingly pay a price too. 
The data on COVID-era learning loss reveals something else about children. The terrible numbers that we're now seeing were not nearly as terrible for kids with heavily engaged parents. This played out in multiple ways. In the cases of schools that reopened earlier than others, it was often the parents that were pushing the local officials. And for kids forced into prolonged distance learning, it was those with parents, parents who made sure that they showed up to the Zoom class and who helped them with homework that did best overall. Parents are the single most important factor in the education of a child. A healthy home is the most important ingredient for a successful life, all of which provides a remarkable opportunity for Christians to really make a difference in the world. The church has always cared about kids. The church has always cared about education. There's a reason those two things are connected. The state-centric way of trying to prepare a new generation of citizens, well, is just not fulfilling its promises. Thankfully, there are many Christians who are dedicated to serving kids as best as they can in and out of public schools. Others are innovating new ways to do school altogether, including starting Christian schools inside church buildings and in struggling communities. Others are advocating for school choice so that every family can afford to send their kids to schools that will serve them best and to which they can be best engaged. And others are working to provide resources and opportunities for those kids who are forced to remain within the public school system. All of which is why the Colson Center has doubled down on our investment into Christians who are called into the area of education. To this end, we've developed resources to help form teachers in a Christian worldview and to help them apply a Christian worldview to their work. Find out more and access free training resources at educators.colsoncenter.org. That's educators.colsoncenter.org. And if you believe in Christian education, you can support this work, resourcing more educators with a Christian worldview by giving at colsoncenter.org slash December. That's colsoncenter.org slash December. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street.